Hey there, I'm Terry, and I'm the intuitive healer for folks who have anxiety and want to access their soul evolution and intuition. There's more than meets the eye here as we chat and hang out in these episodes that have spiritual, esoteric, multidimensional, somatic, quantum techniques, tools, and tips to help you get unstuck and move you forward in your day-to-day life. So join me in discovering your path to help you clear anxiety of the past, align your energy to the present, and create your new future. Well, hello, 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 hello. Hi. <laughs> All right. So here's what's going on right now, right here, right there, right over everywhere, right? With the Holy Trinity, me, myself, and I, and the Holy Trinity and you, you, yourself, and you. <laughs> um, and of course, it's the big why in you and the little why in you, which is your higher soul and then your incarnated soul, right? <clears throat> so the parts of yourselves, yourselves. So it's really, I just had an interesting experience that I wanted to share. And I don't know if any of you guys have also had this experience. I'd like to believe you guys have because I'm not special. I'm not any better um, than any other human. I mean, it's just human is human is human is human, right? Um, I just finished a meditation and I was doing a clearing um, and it was on resentment. Yes, yes. And I had this sort of epiphany um, that I wanted to share with you guys in case any of you guys are experiencing the same thing. And, you know, just to kind of see what you can do about it, because I have a little bit of a clearer direction. Now, the thing with with people who have anxiety is we want to get to the bottom line. We want to get to that outcome or the result or the expectation right here, right now, which, you know, that's the force, the driving force of anxiety. Yes. Um, but folks like us in order to actually achieve (laughs) the end goals um, and our desires, we have to slow down. So I was wondering what was going on with me in a personal way in terms of my finances. Um, And so maybe you guys are experiencing some of the same things, especially if you're an entrepreneur, right? Like I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I'm spiritual. Yes, I'm here to be of service. Yes, I do a lot of free stuff, which by the way, if you're interested in any of the free seminars or um, courses or classes or anything, um, you should probably get on my newsletter, but that's a whole aside. Um, I So I study Arhatic Yoga, That's what I've been studying for almost two years now, which is the union of the higher soul and the incarnate and the part of the soul that incarnates in the human. But I've also been practicing um, pranic healing. So everything that I share with you is going to be coming from the background of pranic healing, which is different than Reiki, which is different than integrated energy therapy, which is different than the Kabbalistic 
um, energy uh, as well because I've been trained in many modalities, but the modality that I feel the most connected to, the most red that resonates with me, the most um, for me powerful, and maybe even um, what's the word? Shit! What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Uh, maybe even more successful uh, energy modality has been pranic healing. And so the chakra system is a little bit different than your typical, regular, normal seven chakra system. Uh, You have in pranic healing, you have 11 basic chakras, right? And we're dealing a lot with the thought forms, which are inside the energy field. And the energy field, of course, is made up of all of these chakras, your 11 basic chakras. And again, this is the pranic healing. So if you're listening to this and you're going, well, why are there 11 and not seven? It's because it's different. It's literally different. We actually have many, 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 many chakras, meridians, whatever you want to call them, if you practice acupuncture, whatever, right? So thought forms are these, if you want to call them entities or beings, yes, you can call them entities or beings, we can make this paranormally if you want, that you feed your attention to, right? So when you feed your attention to something, you're, 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 the word feeding means keeping it alive, right? So we can have all different kinds of thought forms that are in our auric field, and they exist also in the chakras, And so um, resentment is a big one. Uh, Resentment energy, just in general, not necessarily a chakra, can survive or live in the kidneys and the liver. And in the chakra system, they would, they primary, they would live um, in what's called the main men, which is the chakra that's right behind the uh, navel, your belly button on the back, um, and also in your basic, which is at the r- tailbone. Some people call that the root. And um, also in the side, um, you know, minor chakras of like the kidneys. So resentment lives in those areas. And if you have resentment long enough, remember, energy. everything starts off as energy before it actually manifests or materializes into the physical world. You can get diabetes, you can get cancer, you can do all the things, right? Because again, it's going to manifest in some way. And, and when you're feeling resentment, the energy and the frequency, the waves are moving slow enough that you can feel it in the body. So it's more of a physical sensation because it's a lower vibration. So anyways, resentment is resentment. But the thing about resentment is, is that... um because it's a lower vibrational frequency, it's going to move down in the body and it's going to eventually drop into the basic chakra. Now, what is this about the basic chakra? The basic chakra is your prosperity chakra. It is your get up and go chakra. It is your motivational chakra. Um, it is anti-procrastination chakra. So resentment is a really big factor in terms of your finances. Right? So here I am as an entrepreneur trying to like build my business. 
right? Um, I have all of these ideas. I implement all of these things. And it's like, why are you not making the money that you want to be making, Terry? Um, And of course, look, being a spiritual person, there's a belief system, right? There are thought forms that... um, you you're you shouldn't be giving you shouldn't be charging for your gifts or you shouldn't be doing you know you shouldn't be charging for this that or the other thing you guys have no idea how much how many complaints that i get um about um financial like how expensive i am or um i shouldn't be charging a b and c but the thing is is like spirituality and materialism they're they're both sides of the same coin right? You cannot help other people if you have a hungry stomach, right? So that's just one of the thought forms that could be going around in people's heads who are spiritual, who are here to serve. Um, There's also vows of poverty from past lives that might have been taken, Um, you know, things like maybe in past lives, someone was a monk or a priest or a nun or something where, you know, you take vows of poverty, vows of chastity, whatever, all of those energies, those thought forms from the past, they do carry over, they reside in the basic chakra, right? So when you have, oh man, they're doing... I don't know if you can hear my gardener. I'm going to try and see what kind of magic I can do with my uh, uh, editing. But if you hear the thing in the back, you hear the thing in the back. All right, y'all? With resentment about not letting go, what happens is the resentment, again, is held in the front solar plexus and back solar plexus. And when those get full, full, right? They will drip down, seep down, move down, flow down, whatever you want. And maybe it's because of gravity. I don't know because this energy is in the human body. So it's still using the physical aspect of the human body. And as mass and matter, which is the physical body, we are bound to universal laws like gravity. (laughs) We're not flying around all the place. That's why maybe, perhaps, who knows, it moves down into that basic. But if you're having resentment and you're not letting go and you're not forgiving, that is going to affect your finances because that is going to clog your basic chakra. And so all of those thought forms that you are feeding or have fed over a long period of time is, you know, created these entities, these beings, you know, in, in your, in your energy field and the chakras, and then they are, you know, taken over. So you're going to avoid anything that has to do with finances. Um, you're going to be lazy. You're not going to want to get up and move your body. You're not going to want to do things. You're not going to want to participate in that online class. You're going to complain about how expensive things are, and you're going to actually end up repelling prosperity and abundance instead of drawing it into you. So I'm sitting here going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And the thing that's interesting is that when it does come, so forgiveness, right, is a way of letting go, right? But what are we forgiving? Who are we forgiving? Are we forgiving the person who did X, Y, Z to us, the perpetrator? Or are we forgiving ourselves for making the choice to be around the perpetrator, <laughs> whether we're aware, aware, uh, aware or not aware of it, right? 
And that, of of course, is going to affect your why, right? And it's so important to have a why. Why are you doing whatever you're doing? So, for example, as an entrepreneur, people, most people have a why, you know? So it's like, okay, why are you wanting to do A, B, and C? And for me, my why is helping people. Okay, great. Wonderful. And there are different ways that I do help people. And since the age of 25, I was at the age of 25, I understood my purpose, actually, which my purpose uh, in incarnating in this lifetime was to make people smile. That's it. I do it every single time, no matter who I come across, it's just done. And it's done over and over and over again. And I'm so grateful for it. But your purpose isn't necessarily your why. Sometimes it can be and sometimes it can't be. Um, And recently... Um, well, for me, it feels like it's recently time distortion is a real big thing. You guys, um, about eight, nine months ago, I let go of a, of a very distorted friendship that was intertwined with romantic feelings. And what I have recently learned is a lot of codependence on the other person's side, on his side. And I have still been holding on to how could I have done things differently so that he could love me, right? What could I have done to make him need me, want me, be with me, see me in a different way or whatnot? And I have been evolving and I have been letting go and all of that, but it came to me, information came to me over the weekend where I realized he's doing to someone else what he did to me and to a much deeper detrimental level and I feel very bad for that girl who's going to have to come out of that but you know um I can't take accountability or responsibility for it but I can have compassion but it hit me and it came to me that I had been working so hard and trying to get that person to love me and see me in a different light and be different with me Um, and he wasn't letting me go either right and so even in this period of time where I'm not speaking with him or talking with him I'm still connected energetically with him because I have been working out a lot of my own shit. But what I realized was that this is who he is, which has nothing to do with me, right? And I, the only way I was able to come to that conclusion was to hear that he's doing the same thing to someone else because he's not working on himself. He's not clearing his traumas. He's not doing his work on himself, which that's all I ever do. Like my life style is, you know, evolution and transformation and healing. Like I live that life. That is who I am constantly seeing how can I improve myself? How can I bring more compassion? How can I be more loving and kind? And it hit me that this is all on him, but I've been holding so much resentment um, and this has been for almost four years, by the way, four fucking years, you guys. So it's like, it's not me, it's him. Literally, literally. But it's taken me so long and I've been holding this and not letting it go. And so, um, 
as an entrepreneur <laughs> wanting to make more money so that I can be more, is this a word, charitous? I don't even know if that's a word, but I want to be able to give charity and I want to be able to help people, which means I need new systems, bigger systems. I need to do different things so that I can reach more people and access them, but I'm not getting the funding that I need. I'm realizing that my basic chakra is just kind of like fucked up from resentment, right? Now, resentment... Um, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Excuse me. The poverty consciousness, which by the way, I have evolved. I'm very proud of myself. I come from a Holocaust surviving family of scarcity and lack. It's just a normal, um, that is one of the survival coping mechanisms that a lot of Jewish people have. Um, and I've worked really hard on that. Um, and I am not afraid to spend a dollar now and I'm really proud of that. And I spend money, which I'm so grateful for that. I don't have the same attachment that I used to have. And that feels so much better in my body. I have a lot more peace. So that's really awesome. Fantastic and great. Yes. Um, but poverty consciousness can be transformed. Remember, we have thought forms, right? And I can't even tell you how many people I come across every day. Even if this could even be you listening where you won't spend money on something that you know is good and healthy for you and could actually change the direction of your life. But you won't do it because there's a consciousness, a poverty consciousness where you're like, if I do this, then I'm going to lose out on everything. And ultimately, <laughs> fear, um, you know, is is ego based and the ego is uh, only around to save your physical body. So ultimately what you're telling yourself or what we, I'm going to say we, uh, tell ourselves is um, I'm not going to spend money on that because if I do, I'm going to die. <laughs> I mean, ultimately that's what's you know going on. Thank you, ego. Because the ego is just doing its job trying to keep us safe, yeah? So poverty consciousness thought forms live in the Ajna chakra, the throat chakra, the front and back solar plexus, and the um, basic chakra. So, you know, doing the earthwork, which is so, so important, which means bringing this information that has been in the back or in denial to the front of your mind, right? A lot of times it's the shadow. That's what people call shadow work is bringing the the dark to light, right? So the earthwork perspective of it, of this is actually understanding, oh, okay, so there's information or I know that I, these are my patterns and these are my behaviors, and this is how I operate. So this is my operating system. That's the earth work, right? And then the light work is how can I work this in a spiritual perspective, in a spiritual way that clears the energetic attachment, right? So a lot of times people will actually just go straight for the light work clearing the energetic attachment, bypassing the earthwork, the human aspect, and they'll only have success for a short amount of time. And then it's back to those familiar patterns, tendencies, all the things. And then we're back to point A, square A. And oftentimes we go deeper into some sort of emotional pain. 
right? It's a whole, that's a whole other thing. But the energy of poverty consciousness lives in the Ajna chakra, lives in the throat chakra, the front and back solar plexus, and ultimately goes down to the basic. Now, if you're in resentment of uh, something, someone, which ultimately really is about you, not the other person, not the other circumstance, not the other situation, if you don't find peace within yourself, you will have financial problems. You will have financial issues. And I am, and this was a really big epiphany that I had because I know that I wanted to help people and I kept thinking to myself, okay, I just give money to charities and there are certain charities that I give money to every month. But I'm like, you know what? I actually had this vision of what could I do on a bigger, grander scale, if I had the money that I wanted to have. And all of a sudden I had the vision, which is interesting because I'm not very clairvoyant, I'm clairsentient and clairaudient, but I had this vision of me standing in the middle of all these children in an orphanage running up to me, hugging me and me smiling. Now this particular orphanage was in Thailand. I don't understand anything. I don't know if that's where I'm supposed to go. Is that my ultimate goal? I don't know. But all of a sudden for the first time, for the first time, I had a much bigger why uh, than I had before. And when I got that image of me being extremely happy And me being surrounded by these children that I'm able to help, I started to realize, holy fuckskies, I think I'm clearing out some of the resentment because I've done a lot of shadow work and energy work over this past weekend. And man, were there tears shed. So yeah, 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 this work, the shadow work, you're not going to escape unscathed without crying. But for the first time ever, I think I got to a deeper level of letting go of the resentment because I had a vision. I had a, and I felt it in my body. So it wasn't just a vision, it was definitely feeling um, that my why just got bigger. And maybe, and I don't know how this is going to come about, but maybe when, not even if, when I start making more money as I continue to clear out this resentment. Maybe I'm supposed to somehow, some way, either just give. I, well, I also I do. I feel like I want to start now giving money or giving charity to orphanages. But maybe I'm supposed to open up an orphanage. I don't know. Again, you know, the anxiety, the the anxiousness in me is like, we got to do this right now. And I'm like, no, we don't, Terry. Slow down because there are things that still need to happen in order for this to happen. But it kind of feels good. It kind of feels good to to have gone to a deeper level. And of course, you need money for that. So that now becomes an inspiration and a motivation to make more money to give um, or open up an orphanage. I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know. But my point is, is that when we clear out resentment, we clear out that chakra that rules or or moves or activates the prosperity chakra 
All right. So some of the things you might want to look at is what are you holding on to that you need to let go of and then authentically let go. Now, this particular resentment, which I know I went to a much deeper level, I've been holding on for almost four years. That's a long ass time. And no, I am not proud to say that. And yes, it's terribly embarrassing because here I am the person that helps other people get rid of their, not get rid of them, them, but, you know, manage them. I've been managing it and it goes in waves and it goes in layers. So I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I've already done plenty of that. Right now I'm feeling inspired and, and motivated because I've gotten to another level. But it is time for you to let go of that because that resentment is feeding your poverty consciousness. And how are you going to live your purpose? How are you going to do or even discover what it is that you're supposed to do or want to do if you don't have the funding to take care of your needs or even just take care of yourself? And I know that if you're listening, you have a bigger purpose here than just existing. So it's time to start exploring that. And it's time to really start you know, examining what your poverty consciousness is, what resentments do you have, and how are you keeping yourself at a, at a, at a smaller place? You know, and don't be afraid to spend money. Money brings blessings, even if you're not aware of it. That's the ego trying to protect itself. And that's the anxiety trying to get like your outcome or result or that knowingness or certainty right now. And that doesn't exist as a human. Literally, being a human being is about taking risks. Like, that's what it is. All right, I'm going to get off the soapbox here. But um, it was a really big realization that I had that I wanted to share with you guys. Your resentments are keeping you broke. They're keeping you broke. And the sooner and the faster that you start your evolution of going into that deep, dark place so that you can let go, the sooner you're going to start noticing that you have the finances to take care of whatever it is that you need to take care of. All right, you guys, thank you for journeying with me. Thank you for giving me an outlet to share this information to. It's like, it's weird to get all this information and then just hold it to yourself. But again, I'm here to make people smile. And I know I was kind of like harsh and brash, but I want you to smile because you have money to do the things that you want to do, right? All right, guys. Well, our time in this now moment together has ended, but another now moment is on its way. Thank you so much for joining me in this human journey and listening to this podcast, The Portal with Terry Huberman. I sure hope you're getting something out of it. I'm here to help you clear anxiety from the past, align your energy into the present, and help you create your future. My prayer for you is to find the peace and calmness in any given now moment so you can recognize when blessings are afoot and you get to choose your next adventure. Be curious and stay connected. You can always find me at terryhuberman.com. Bye now.